Hey guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of the Stripped Away podcast. We took a little break for December and January just to be with family and rest and have some renewal and and now we're back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got Austin with me. Hey Austin. Hey everybody. Uh, I hope you guys have had a good, um, man, it's been a whirlwind, a good Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, happy new year. It's 2024, wow. which blows my mind. <laughs> right. Whoa. <laughs> and it's February, the first mm-hmm. of February. Mm-hmm. So, um, how was your, how was your holiday? How was your holiday in your first of the year, Austin? It was amazing. It was truly a, a turning into the next chapter, literally, cause my wife and I, our baby mm-hmm. and so i don't think there's any way to celebrate new life uh other than bringing in the new year but with a new, with a new baby a new baby new so. year new life yeah new seriously. season mm-hmm. season of growing uh-huh. so that's, everyone yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. i love that for you guys was it your new year it was good yeah, it, it, was it, it it uh have a new um new grandbaby in january and a mm. uh, brand new boy oh wow. i'm excited to see him soon yeah and a lot of those sweet times around the Christmas. Now, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, though, it's freezing. <laughs> right. It's been freezing. Mm-hmm. Um, joyful mm-hmm. A- and hard mm-hmm. is what uh, I have felt. And uh, this morning, uh, after talking, I was had a little time with God and just spent some time with my family and my husband. And I just I was asking God last night, you know, what what should I talk about today? What should we talk about? We kind of fly and let the spirit lead a lot of mm-hmm. times with what to talk about. So I felt like I just wanted to talk about. I often say there is something. There's something so meaningful in the power of and. Uh, life is good. God is good, and life can be really, 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 really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have incredible joy and, and uh, beautiful things and a broken heart mm-hmm. at the same time. I can't, I don't think we can talk about that enough. Uh, sometimes we have trouble. We tend to want to just make room for one thing as if the, the other is not true. Mm-hmm. And if we feel what we would describe as something negative, uh, sadness or disappointment or loss, um, we can beat ourselves up. You and I were talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, we can beat ourselves up. You know, one of the things I try to always talk about is feelings are just feelings, right? They're not right or wrong. They just are. Mm-hmm. And they're designed by God for you to experience this life and to, by observing them, they show you things you need to see, things He wants to show you about yourself and about the life that you live. But we tend to want to put them in categories. Uh, I think that, I, I'll just be honest, when I got in, you know, you, you asked me how I'm doing, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm really good, I'm so good. And I'm really sad. Mm-hmm. I've been struggling over the last month, month and a half, maybe since the 1st of January, so I guess a month, with some sadness. Mm -hmm. And I tend to be a pretty upbeat person, but I'm in a season of letting go of things that have defined me. New seasons, we talk about with your baby. Mm -hmm. Uh, God's given me that vision even of new birth, Mm -hmm. new season, the things that we've held on to before, uh, 
not not necessarily bad things, some of them amazing things, but that he wants first place in our heart. Mm. First place. And so I'm in a season of, of being stripped away, which is uh, a curriculum and a, an experiential process that I walk people through, and it's, it's happening in my own life. Um, and this season that we're in of cold weather, uh, not a lot of sun. I'm looking mm-hmm. behind Austin in the office, and the sun is out, and I'm so thankful for that. But there's no uh, leaves on the trees. There's no flowers blooming. Um, it's cold. Um, that really has an impact on so many of our lives. My day, nine months out of the year usually, sometimes even ten if I can squeeze it, is to sit on the front porch and to feel the sunshine on my face and to look at the magnolia trees and listen to the birds and put my feet in the grass. And those things, it's God, and He breathes life into us. Mm -hmm. And uh, so when we are cold and we're isolated and there's snow or ice, which we've had our share of that lately, um, it tends to make us feel sad, uh, isolated, truly uh, like cabin fever. I don't know, mm-hmm. that may be related to something. I don't even know what that's related to, but I say it. It's like, mm-hmm. i got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It definitely gives me, like, appreciation because i agree with you like i think being outside when the sun is shining and the birds are out and the flowers are blooming it it gives me an appreciation for that Uh and then when you don't have that and like my wife and i have been inside for probably 90 percent of the last month Uh and it definitely takes a toll on you i I would say emotionally Uh um but you know speaking about how just everything that God has put on this earth for us to enjoy like that. Um, Speaking of my newborn, we mentioned just earlier, um, looking at her and just truly appreciating and how amazing that God can make something like that. Yes. And, you know, it's a little bit um, easier to enjoy when it's a newborn baby because you know everyone loves those but when you just can sit down and truly appreciate the the trees and the Uh sun something as simple as that that we probably take for granted every day it it is so good uh i love don't get me started on a new baby and what god does through a new baby i always say god does a lot of things from babies unexpected babies Mm -hmm. planned babies babies in general it's truly a miracle it's, it's absolutely everything mm-hmm. as you stare and look at that sweet life. It just, um, you know, I'm reminded, I'm reminded, you know, Austin and I, if you've listened to many podcasts, we go back a long way. Mm-hmm. I've known Austin for a lot of years, and I love Austin. And just just the things we take for granted in you and I sitting here and having conversation and sharing with each other, you know, when it's, icy and cold and um, sometimes even older people are afraid to get out and uh, you're worried and and, and it you you know you you isolate and you don't see people mm-hmm. you know we came we became very aware of that during covid 
uh, stories that we heard from from dear friends of mine of their loved ones in nursing homes or and they couldn't come in and visit them and you know the loneliness the disconnect you know we're created to be in community mm-hmm. we're created to be around others the word even talks about that the body of Christ when when we're together we're better together mm-hmm. and so we do i think what you said is true even you're talking about a baby you're talking about but well actually we're talking about the trees when you don't have it you realize how much we take for granted the way his love is just so evident in the beauty around mm-hmm. us you know there is something clinically that we we call uh, it's a disorder it's called seasonal affective disorder and I just kind of wanted to share its acronym for that is SAD. Wow. And, you know, I've heard of people having it, and, 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 and it um, feels very much like depression. It's, it's a type of depression. Um, and, and I just kind of want to read. This is uh, from uh, John Hopkins. And it says that seasonal affective disorder is known as SAD, and it is a type of depression. And it happens during certain seasons of the year, most often fall or winter. It is thought that the shorter days and less daylight may trigger a change in our brain, leading to symptoms of depression. You know, the symptoms of of SAD are you may have increased uh, need for sleep and you're tired throughout the day. You may have a loss of interest in the things that you enjoy, things that you usually would do. Um, you may want to withdraw, and you may feel even more sensitive to feelings of rejection, hmm. things, places where you've been rejected, um, irritability and anxiety, feelings of guilt and even hopelessness, fatigue or low energy. Uh, you have a decreased inability to concentrate and stay focused. You know, I think those things are really important for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. That there are a lot of people out there who are feeling that during this time of year. We talked about even some of your family members mm-hmm. experiencing that. Yeah. My grandmother reached out a couple of days ago and she said that she was going to come over and see the baby. And she said she had kind of been feeling a little sick, but she had also been just dealing with some just sadness. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother, kind of like you, is always the person that's happy and joyful, right. and, you know. And uh, from for her to say that um, definitely was yeah. different. You know, one of the things that I'm learning, I'm kind of a... Um, different kind of person in, in that eye and there are a lot of people like me I I experience and hear from God in a lot of ways and um, hear from God in, in, a, in maybe in a worship service or through in the Bible or someone speaks to me and I hear something I hear him like we talked about I see him in the trees and the flowers and the wind and the music but I also experience God through my emotions mm-hmm. You know, when I feel something, I think in general, when we feel something, we want it, we want, we we want to do something with it, right? I mean, if it's joy or happiness, it's like, come on, God, we want more of it. 
and I'm looking above you on the tree, Austin just saw a beautiful bird land. It's yellow and black. It's awesome. Uh, but we want to we wanna get rid of the things like mm-hmm. anger and hurt and rejection. And I think the most important thing that we have to realize with a feeling is that they are really just meant to be felt. Mm-hmm. To not put into a category that if they're sadness, hurt, or frustration, they're bad. And if they're happy and they're joyful and they're excitement, they're good. Mm-hmm. I always say, don't. Try to put away the negative ones. You'll mm-hmm. end up putting them all away because they all come out of the same chute. Mm-hmm. And what you avoid, uh, you do put miracle grow on. Mm-hmm. You can't get rid of it because it's not meant to get rid of. We're not meant to get rid of what we feel. We're meant to get to a place where we can regulate and sit and be present with all of our feelings. Um Many times they don't even require action. They just require a willingness and a permission to observe them, sit with them. But we're, we have a, our minds are trained. If we're sad, make it stop. Mm. If we're hurting, make it stop. If we feel rejection, do something to not feel it. And unfortunately, that sets us up to medicate and numb mm. out and avoid or to shame ourselves for feeling. And you know what I'm learning is that during the season of, of 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 feeling sad, whether that be because of the seasonal affect affective disorder or something that we're walking through, mm-hmm. I'm learning to sit in the feeling. Mm-hmm. And as I sit, I ask God to show me what do you what do you want me to know about you. I need your peace. What are you trying to show me about what's happening around me? What do the people that I love need? And how can I be your voice in that? But to not run from it. And not fall so deeply into the depression that I can't breathe. Sometimes I get there because I feel so much. So it's about regulating those emotions. I studied with a, a woman by the name of Marilyn Murray, and I've mentioned her. She's an amazing trauma um, a therapist. And she said, a healthy, balanced person has the capacity to feel and experience every one of, her, of their feelings. So I, w- I want to talk. Sorry about that. Little <laughs> boop, boop. I'll cut that out. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about How do we allow our hearts to sit and to be present in what we feel? How do we recognize when we need to get up and get out? What do we do when we can't get out Mm. and we're sitting in that pain? So I'm going to just share um, some things that I felt like have helped me. Uh, have come to my mind. Austin, uh, welcome you to share too as Mm. you're walking with me as we're having conversation. This is what we do. And God always meets us here mm-hmm. in conversation. Um, one of the things that I think is most important is that you breathe. That you learn to breathe. Um, just the word itself, breathe. Take a breath. 
You know, I do um, abdominal breathing with most of my clients, and I do it at home often, where I breathe in through my nose, and I hold it for six seconds. I mean, I breathe in for six seconds, and I hold it for about four, and then I exhale slowly uh, for about six seconds. So it's in, it's hold, and it's breathe out. And sometimes I'll even read a scripture. Um, I'll breathe in for the first part, and I'll exhale for the second part. Breathing is absolutely proven to make you feel better. Often with a newborn, when she's crying, and um, you know for whatever reason, we've, we you know we've tried several things, and she's just a little fussy. Um, that's what I do. Breathe. Just breathe. Yeah. And um, then you can kind of reassess the situation and right. takes that stress off my shoulders. Yep. Um, you know, when you've tried everything and it's two yep. in the morning and trying to get some sleep and just yep. inhale. Just breathe. Just breathe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be- being able to take a breath by nature, and I, I talk about it often with my clients, we tend to hold our breath. Mm-hmm. And holding our breath is not good. Uh, and, and I'll catch myself doing something or feeling anxious and I'm, I'm clenching and I'm holding my breath. And it's just, just breathe. You know, God gave us life. We, mm-hmm. It's in, a, in the breath. Mm-hmm. So to breathe and it allows us to take, like you said, a few minutes to mm-hmm. look around, uh, observe for a minute, and then be able to take the next step Uh, so if you're not breathing uh, I encourage you google abdominal breathing Uh, it's very simple it's not hard and you can do it anywhere and it literally will heal it heals your body and we'll talk more about that maybe at another time where I'll actually help lead you guys through some deep breathing another thing that I think is really important is that you Isaiah says, where there's a spirit of heaviness put on the garment of praise. Praise. Um, Thank you, God. I'm thankful. I'm tired, but I'm thankful. I'm overwhelmed to the point that I just don't want to move. And I love you. God, I need you. Praise Him. And I praise Him when I don't want to. Mm. I praise Him with song. I I lift my voice. I I put on music. I put on praise and worship music. I put on Adele. I put on Mm. instrumental music. And I just hold my hands up. Sometimes I'm crying. And I just praise I thank Him for what I need before I have it. I thank Him for His goodness when I can't feel it. It's just, I know He's good. I have seen evidence, as everyone who is hearing my voice has, more than likely. But you may be in a season where you feel very separated from it. Praise Him. 
And it will bring in, it will escort in the peace and the joy and the contentment that your soul long, long, longs, uh, longs, <laughs> whew, longs for. Mm. It's something I'm learning to speak life. So many times we speak worry, we speak mm. fear, we speak what we see, and it takes us deeper into the fear and the hopelessness. So praise when you don't feel like it. It will change you. You know, Austin and I were just talking about the importance of sharing what we feel. Our last episode, if you haven't listened to it, is Pick Up the Seed. Mm. I think it's good. Mm -hmm. I really think it's ministered to me. And I know Austin so many times. What I talk about, what we talk about, is not what we've mastered. It's what we're learning it's not weak to be vulnerable. Mm. It's not weak to share your heart with people that you trust. I struggle with that. Mm. I struggle with that. To tell you I'm having a hard time, to ask you to help me. Um, do you know the healthier you are, the more you can ask for help? Mm. There's a, um, a song that um, I listen to in... And one of the main line in the chorus, it's, it sounded really simple when I first listened to it, but it says, feel how you feel. Mm. And, yeah. and, you know, at first it just seems silly, but to really feel how you feel, I think is kind of the whole concept of, of what we're talking about is to truly sit down and touch base with your feelings yeah. and feel them. Yeah. And it sounds so simple, but... Well, I think it. I think it's simple in that it flows from us. But what's hard is that our world has told us it's not okay. Right. There's so much distraction and so many things that keep us disconnected from ourselves that when we feel or express or experience something that's so normal, we've attached a label to it, mm-hmm. and to actually give ourselves permission to feel what we feel. Even before God, and we shame ourselves with God. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't, as we were talking about mm-hmm. with you and Trina, I can't, I feel guilty for feeling bad right. when other people have it worse. Mm-hmm. I feel guilty for feeling sad when I have so much. Oh, guilt is so, man, it'll, it'll eat your lunch. So learning to undo those messages of, of repression and pushing it all down and really to feel what you feel without shame and without judgment mm-hmm. is such an important part of being healthy day by day. You know, how do you feel? How do you feel about that? You don't have to do anything with it. Right. Just to feel it. Just to truly feel it. Just to, and give yourself permission Mm-hmm. It's like not feeling. It's like cutting your arm off. Mm-hmm. God gave you your arm. I mean, just walk around with one arm. Try that for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, people do. Mm-hmm. But I, I so it, feelings flow through you. Mm-hmm. They show you who you are. They show you who God is. Mm-hmm. They show you what you, where you're going. 
mm-hmm. and where you're at. You know, I think uh, when I think about feelings, and again, uh, how do you regulate your emotions, and how do you uh, be still and be joyful is uh, acceptance of where you are, acceptance. Resistance is, um, I resist things all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess we do, is our humanness we resist, but whether it be the grief cycle or something you're struggling with you don't want, healing comes when we accept it. Acceptance is um, only the way. The only way you'll fly is to finally accept something you don't want to accept. And in the acceptance is the freedom to actually find the ability to walk it out, and actually even walk it out with joy sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a big believer in writing and journaling. Um, it's helpful when you're feeling sad and isolated and alone to write. Uh, I like to write letters. Uh, that I don't send, usually. They're therapeutic letters. Mm-hmm. That way you can be honest and transparent and open about where you feel, what you feel. I, I write letters to my kids. I write letters to my husband. I write letters to myself, dear Tammy. Uh, sometimes I need to hear things. Uh, I write letters to God. I journal what He say, says to me. Often I'll say, God, what are you, what are you trying to say to me? What do you, what do you want me to know about you? What do you want me to understand about where I'm at? Doing devotionals as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. going through a devotional, or you know, I love uh, Jesus Calling. I love simple devotions. I get a little, uh, my mind runs fast sometimes. So I like small things. I like Jesus Calling. I like uh, experiencing God. I like um, reading something now that called the breath breath prayer, mm-hmm. and anything that draws me out of my own head and into His presence. Um, our thinking can be um, troublesome mm. when it comes to uh, freedom. Mm. Uh, it's easy to get lost in your own head. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Lo- oh yeah, lo- lost. I saw a friend of mine the other day who kind of we had a moment, and I've shared before about God how God led me to throw my coffee cup of overthinking into His ocean of freedom and. Actually did that, and I have to do it every day. Mm. That was our thinking becomes a, a container um, that can't hold the peace sometimes that he has for us. So I love to write. Um, my friend, and I don't think she would mind me saying this, my friend the other day sent me something about how she had um, sent a card to herself, and she had gotten it, and it was just what she needed. Mm. So to be able to write a letter and a card to yourself, and uh, I did it last year in uh, July. I wrote a letter to myself in July about, and to open it right before Christmas so I wouldn't over-schedule myself and miss the joy of Christmas, and I was glad I wrote it. It helped uh, to see that because I sometimes you can't see past what the moment is and what you're feeling in the moment. And let me tell you, uh, joy does come in the morning. You have the roughest night, am I right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't sleep, rough night. Mm-hmm. You get up in the morning, and joy does come in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, Often in I, my wife, and it's a kind of a cliche, I suppose, but just to be thankful that you woke up in the morning. Uh-huh. Because it's not always promised. Yeah, it's not, it's not always promised. Mm-hmm. Um, just to focus on that place of... of of gratitude and, and, and uh, 
uh, last night, uh, my Max was, I was struggling. It was, he was, uh, you love it when your kids like telling you things you said to them and you're in a place where you're just not really believing it. So mom, you know, you always tell me mm-hmm. <laughs> before a breakdown, but before, a, after a really big breakdown, God's always got a really amazing breakthrough. I said, I needed to hear that today. He said, well, you know, you told me that. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's good to hear it. Mm-hmm. It's good to hear other people speak back things that you know to be true when you're in a place that, that you struggle with hearing it. I think that goes back to you mentioning how we're just, you know, made to be around other people because uh-huh. you need that sometimes. You so need it. It's why um, isolating can get you. And um, there are times when I love to be by myself. Oh yeah. I like a beach trip about now, just me and God on the beach for about seven days. I, I come oh, on, yeah. I'd like that. <laughs> um, not that I don't love the people in my life, but sometimes sure. I just need that that mm-hmm. space. But when it turns into a place I go to isolate, mm-hmm. it can be a dangerous place. My wife has told me that, you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder, you know. So whenever there's a time where her and I won't see each other for a day or when I went on your son's bachelor trip for three days, you know, things like that, you know, it, it when you're gone and it brings you back to your loved ones, it yes. truly makes you appreciate and feel that love. Oh, and, yeah, that's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Imagine seven days on the beach would be exact. Yeah, I'd be so happy to be back. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's like, you're, I don't know now, seven yeah. days. <laughs> right. That's so good, though. Absence mm-hmm. does um, make the heart grow fonder yeah. with the, the ones that you mm-hmm. you love. Yeah. You know, I, I, I want to say just a few more things. I never want to leave you guys without some, I just want to meet you where you are and, and um, let you know where, where I am. We tend to be on the same page, a lot of us, during this time, but Get some sunshine on your face. Uh, literally the other day I had my Snuggie on. We have Snuggies because we live in a house that's old and really cold. It's comical. Uh, and we just, uh, my body was in my Snuggie and my face was just, I was just facing the sunshine. And I shut my eyes and I stayed out there for about 10, 15 minutes. And sunlight is helpful. And, uh, you know, they even make uh, the red lights and the, the natural, the light, the light therapy mm-hmm. that you can get for a pretty reasonable price to have in your house when it's cold and it's dark and it's rainy. And um, I'm not tried one, but I have friends who really think say they make quite a difference. Mm-hmm. So if you're really, um, the sunshine really um, um, uh, ministers to you and, and blesses you and helps you, you might consider that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of been proven that it, that it works. Uh, so get a little sun on your face Feel the warmth of that sun. Walk a little bit. Get outside, even if you just walk around your house. Some days that that week was ooh, it was cold, and the snow was beautiful. Uh, and we went outside a little bit, kicked the snow, and ran right back inside. Yeah, because it was almost unbearable. But for those of you who are closet dancers, I would tell you to get out and dance a little bit. Turn on a little music, a little rock and roll music, and move your body. Mm-hmm. Movement will change your life. If you are sitting, if you do not feel like getting up, get up. Mm-hmm. Get up and move. A body at rest stays at rest. A body in motion stays in motion. Get up and move a little bit. Nobody's watching. <laughs> Nobody's watching. Mm-hmm. And just uh, move a little bit. Stretch. It's helpful. Get your blood moving a little bit. Mm. The simple things. Simple things. Things that we forget. Are things that if you do them one one minute at a time, 
will equate to, you know, walk a, walk a few minutes, walk a little longer. Next thing you know, you've walked a mile, two miles, three miles. You look behind, you're like, wow, I've been doing that every day for the last six months. It changes you. I saw a, a quote, and it said that um, if it takes less than five minutes, just do it now. Mm-hmm. So just like you said, stretch. I'll just I'll do it later. I'm I'm comfortable mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Just get up and do it. Get up you know, and do it. Take the go check the mail. You know. Go outside. check the mail. Mm-hmm. Walk to the mailbox. Mm-hmm. Man, it takes less than five minutes. Some somebody out there. I feel like I'm as we're talking. That mm-hmm. is it right there. Mm-hmm. Walk to the mailbox today. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful day. Walk to the mailbox, mm-hmm. and then come back inside. Mm-hmm. Oh, big steps. Mm-hmm. We make uh, big. We have big ideas, don't we? Mm-hmm. Sometimes the biggest ideas are just those first steps. That's right. Speaking to me. Mm-hmm. Mm. I want to read you a couple uh, scriptures that were in my mind this morning. Came to my mind. Um, know why they came to my mind but I won't worry about the why I'm just going to read them to you and this was um, it's Ecclesiastes 3 verses 1 through 8 and I, I'm going to share it. it says for everything there is a season a time for every matter under heaven a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted a time to kill and a time to heal a time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Sometimes the only thing that I need is the Word of God. It is alive, it is a double-edged sword, and it cuts through the darkness. Nothing added to it. I want to read also now, it came to me, which is Psalms 30, verse 5. And it says, weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes in the morning. And after it said, in other words, when the nights are so long and the sorrow is unrelenting and you wonder if it's ever going to end, this verse makes it clear. It is going to end Sorrow will not have the last word in your life. 
Oh, I thank you for that word, God. You know what I'd really like to do, Austin? I'd just like to pray mm. at the end, if 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 we could together. Um, and I just want to pray for you guys. Um, so God, I just I come before you now, Lord, and I thank you. I thank you for this moment in this room. I thank you for this conversation with my friend in front of me and my friends that are listening. And Father, I ask that you would just touch our hearts in a new way this season. God, we all have walked through things and are walking through things. At times, they're unbearable. So Father, I am thankful that there are seasons. Father, keep our eyes on you uh, when we are weak and when we are weary. Lord, I ask that you would bring those that are listening, joy and peace that passes all understanding. That you would give us an understanding that on the most desperate moments, in the most desperate moments, on the most difficult days, that joy does come in the morning and we will not stay there forever. I pray you would draw us close to those that love us and that we would draw close to those that need us. Father, I thank you for new birth. I thank you for new seasons. I thank you, God, that what that there is water in the wasteland. And God, you are clear that we are not to look back, but we are to look ahead. The old is gone, and the new is here. Lord, I pray you would give us revelation every day of your love that you would speak to us through the birds and the trees and the wind and the still, small voice, God, of just, ooh, a newborn baby. <laughs> thank you, God, for a new season. And thank you, Lord, that you give us beauty for ashes. I thank you that you love us. And I thank you for your son. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. We'll talk really soon. Thanks, Austin. Thank you. Bye-bye.